The bottom line, the only place that cares what you think. Call in now, 509-547-1610. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Back on the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA. It's Monday afternoon, 547-1610. If you want to get involved, also via email, 610-KONA.com. Bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say. And on Twitter, bottom line 610, as well as on Parlor. At the bottom line, 610, and Ed, we got an email from Jared listening in Kennewick. Does anyone else find it extremely rude that Governor Inslee is consistently late for his news conferences? <laughs> Who is that, Jared? Jared. Very yes. good, Jared. Thank you much for the email. That's great. Well, you know. These yeah, he's... Um... Yeah, he's not on time very much. He was talking to people about Yakima County, so, you know. His friends. Yes. Which, but, you know. Uh, we do want to let you know... <laughs> That tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock, the Benton County Commissioners will be having a special meeting. And Wednesday morning at 9 a.m., the Franklin County Commissioners will be having a special meeting. So the regular meeting tomorrow morning will not take place. It will be a special meeting Wednesday uh, at 9 a.m. Both will be discussing applying for the variance to move to Phase 2. Yeah, so that that kind of tells me that... They, whoever is putting together both the county's applications, right, are are getting really close. They just need, they will just need the now, sign off of each county late tomorrow, early Wednesday. Here's the thing, maybe, maybe the discussion just in light of 180 new cases from the weekend, yeah, and but no new deaths, no new deaths, but 180 cases from over the weekend. Okay, you could, you could figure that's right around the Memorial Day weekend timeline. And what we have seen in town over the last two weekends, maybe a discussion of 1.5 might be better. Mm. And the only reason why I say that is expect over the course of the next week or two to potentially see even more cases based on the protests that happened over the weekend. Yeah. Um, sure, there were people out there wearing masks. True. But they weren't six feet apart. No. And uh, Well, you just heard Dr. John Wiesman, right. health secretary, said that if you were out at the protests, uh, that that wasn't just the ones in Seattle or Olympia. It right. was it's throughout anywhere. the state that basically you might want to watch yourself. And if you start showing symptoms, eh, you might want to get tested. You might not want to go out and protest because you might be... You might be uh, showing some symptoms or getting tested or, or, or something like that. So, yeah, you may want to think about what you're going to do over the next over the next week or so. Um, however, um, it's going to be awfully interesting to see what happens. It's going to be awfully interesting to see what happens uh, over the course of of that <laughs> over the course of the time frame. Uh, we're not we're not out of the woods in Benton Franklin County yet by any stretch of the imagination, and the the activities of this past weekend and the weekend before may show themselves on the case count. So where we thought we may be peaking, well, we may not be peaking just yet, and we'll see if more protests are planned for this coming weekend, which will then possibly put us off another week. Back with more of the show after this. 
can't get in by phone, give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at 610kona.com. Back to the bottom line with Rob and Ed, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610KONA. Bottom line, News Radio 610KONA, 547 is the number if you'd like to get involved. Rob and Ed with you, and thanks to this caller who's been waiting patiently on hold. You're up. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Dave from Kennewick. What's up, Dave? So, using some logic and deductive reasoning, and I know that's grandpa speak, but doesn't it, it doesn't it make sense that as testing numbers increase, that we are going to have a spike in the numbers of cases that are positive, and that maybe that number shouldn't be the one we should be emphasizing? Maybe it should be the ICU uh, visits and the deaths to gauge where we stand. Uh, what do you think, guys? I don't disagree with you at all, Dave. The, what I look at from the reports from the Department of Health are the death numbers. Um, because now we're kind of at a point where whether or not things have necessarily been loosened up according to phases, people are traveling. People are driving across the state. People have been since Mother's Day. Um just because it's a case report here doesn't mean that maybe they didn't pick it up traveling in another county and brought it back here. And it's going to be a case count here because this is where they reside. And likewise, you know, somebody else who was here could have picked it up, brought it back to where they were. You're going to see now that people are kind of caring a little bit less because of being cooped up so long, not to mention seeing the protests over the last couple of weekends, they're thinking to themselves, well, if they can go out and do that, I can go out and do whatever the heck I want to do. So I do think you're going to see with more testing, more cases that that only makes sense to me. I look at the death numbers and you're right about that. The ICU numbers. I mean, we've got 56 people that are hospitalized right now, which is I think 17 or 18% of the current um, hospitalized population in the area, at least the Benton Franklin County. So 18% are in there with COVID-19. I look at the deaths, and as the deaths continue to drop, and as the, or the deaths continue to hold steady or range in the single-digit area, um, I mean, healthy people, I think, are going to wind up getting this. It's the at-risk population that we need to be concerned about as far as getting this. So we still got to be extremely careful there. I go back to the beginning. Uh, when this pandemic first came about and when most of the state was behind the governor shutting things down because we didn't know very much, um, myself included. I, I thought, you know, it stunk, but, uh, you know, I got it. And, and yes, it made sense. What they were telling us back when they made sense was this. And it holds true today, I would think, even though, the, as they say, the goalposts have moved a bit. What they said back then, their biggest concerns were the at-risk population, those with underlying health conditions, those uh, older folks in the community of getting it because they knew that they'd be more vulnerable to a fatality if they got it. And unfortunately, we did see a lot of fatalities not all of them, but a lot of them in the over in, in the 60 and over category and those with underlying health conditions. That was one. Number two, they said uh, as, as wanting to being the onus to lock things down, 
was testing capacity. In the beginning, we didn't have nearly enough testing equipment. Uh, and it took a long time to get much of anything. And whoever you want to want to blame for that, if you want to blame the feds, fine. If you want to blame the state health department, fine. Uh, Inslee, fine. Whatever. We didn't have enough testing capacity. We just got done hearing from the governor and Dr. John Wiesman, the health director, that we have a lot. We have testing supplies so much so that even if you think you might be have been exposed, then you should get tested. Back when they didn't have enough tests. It was only if you're showing symptoms. And the third thing that they said, so deaths, testing capacity, and hospitalization. What was the thing that what was the, the thing that everyone cried so loudly for? We can't overrun our hospitals. That's why we need to set up this. National Guard Mobile Hospital in Seattle, which didn't see a single patient. That's why Inslee was trying to get uh, the Naval Hospital ship to come into Puget Sound. It ultimately went to L.A. Why did they do that? Because they were afraid that our hospitals were overrun. That was then. When the unknown and when things made sense, that's, that's what we were being told. Today, what has changed? Well... We now have testing supplies. That's good. Our hospitals are not being overrun statewide. That's good, too. The number of fatalities does continue to grow cumulative. And no, I don't want grandma dead. So don't even come with me at that. We are, however, seem to be leveling off in that category. Too many people have perished because of this. But if you look at the grand scheme of things, we have, for the most part, accomplished the three things that were the biggest concern when this unknown virus hit the state. Yes, case case counts are up. And yes, we need to really, really, really watch our vulnerable population from keeping them from getting it because they are at risk. We don't want any more fatalities. So where do we go from here? We say, you know, part of the, part of the reopening plan, it has that, you know, the, the, the case count 25 per 100,000 people cumulative over a two week period. Well, I guarantee you King County is not close to that, but they got into phase 1.5. Right. Yakima isn't even trying right now to apply. Maybe they will in a few weeks, but they're, I mean, they're the hardest hit right now. We aren't far behind. Chelan and Douglas County up north in the Wenatchee area, they have submitted or, or they are about to submit or have submitted their application, um, but they, they were hit pretty good too. So... That leaves Benton and Franklin County. 547 509-547-1610 if you'd like to join the conversation. Yeah, well, it's possible they could get a move into 1.5. Um, you know, if King County is, it's entirely possible they could. Now, granted, King County is much larger. 
But it's possible that starting low might, might at least be a way to ease some things and get some aspects of the economy back going again. But I would, I would here, here's where I'm a little bit more concerned about right now, that, and that is what's happening in Seattle. And I don't know how many people are watching this, but it is possible that for the first time since 1911, the Seattle City Council could remove the mayor. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. Um, it is, it, which they, would be tremendous. I mean, it would be crazy. It would be beyond crazy. I mean, it, it would be absolutely beyond nuts because um, they need six to nine votes to remove her. Yeah, and the way it's lining up, it looks like there might be seven. Yeah. And she's a Democrat, right along with she, the she, quote unquote democratically controlled city council. She is, but here's the thing: you you, you said she's a Democrat. <laughs> yeah, and I even used air quotes for you. Yeah, there are, there are many on the Seattle City Council that are not. That's true, Democrats, and they're not Republicans either. They are. Hmm. What, what, do they they take their lunch at the foot of the Lenin statue. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh. They want to defund the Seattle Police Department by 50% minimum. There oh, are, some of them wanted even more than that. There are calls, yes, to disband. Now, why do you think I'm concerned about that? Well, I can think of one thing right off the bat. What would that be? Anybody with half a brain in that city is going to want to get out and go to another part of the state. We've already had enough of them come out our way. We don't need any more because you know what happens, okay? Well, this is what happens. They leave Seattle because they hate what's going on, and then they come over here and try to turn it into a little Seattle. Yeah. They want to turn it exactly into what they left. Oh, well, now that I think I've been gone for a whole uh, weekend, and, you know, it's not really as bad as I thought. Let's turn this into Seattle. It'd no, be wonderful. We'll just, Let's just turn this into Seattle. We'll just do the good parts of Seattle. There aren't any. Just the good ones we'll bring over. There aren't any. None. Zero. Zip. Zilch. None. None. Not a thing. <laughs> I don't know if I'm quite ready to go that far, but I will say this. Bring, bring, bring Pike Place Market. That's about the only thing nah, you can bring. I don't bring. even know if I'd do that. All but... right. Well, then, then nothing. Now, leave it all there. Nothing. <laughs> Well, like, Bring the hockey team, as long as it's not I, I, named after a fish. I like the Seahawks. I know you don't, but okay. But, but so, you can watch them on TV. That's true, I can. And it costs too much to go see them. We don't have the land to put a stadium right now for that. I don't know. Be too big. Got lots of land out there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my, I, I, I'm with you. I, I even had this conversation with my wife last night. And this was... A possibility, you know, that, that they're talking about this. My wife and I agreed. And, and we and we actually, we've taken the kids to Seattle. There's a lot of fun things to do in Seattle, uh, especially for kids. It is actually a neat town, parts of it. Um, but if their police force is defunded by anything. They only have 538 on-call police officers right now. If they're cut in half or anything like that, we are not going to Seattle ever again until they fail. Are you kidding me? I don't want my car jacked. I don't want to get assaulted and have no response just because the woke skulls over there don't want 
you know, to be tear gassed as they're destroying the, the their own town. The population of Seattle is about seven hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. Okay, about seven hundred fifty thousand. Okay. Five hundred thirty-eight on patrol police officers. Seven hundred fifty thousand. That's not a you, good ratio. You really need to get less than that. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio six ten K one A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, it's Chris from Richmond. What's up, Chris? I was pretty much thinking right along the lines of what Ed was talking about. I, I tell you what, I, I really love the Seahawks and I love the Mariners, but I will love them from afar if there is no police presence in Seattle. It's bad enough as it is when you get downtown. And janky and scary, you have to stop in a stop, uh, part, you know, a, a walk, a crosswalk, and you get people that are coming that you beat on your car and all that stuff, and they look at you like, what are you going to do? So, no police, Seattle is dying. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And you know but, what, I'll, I'll but, even, go ahead. But, but I'll take it a step further. Eastern Washington will begin to die as well, because they will come here. All the people that want to leave Seattle will come here. And then they will bring with them the idea that Seattle wasn't all that bad after all. And we'll, we'll just transform this into a better Seattle. We'll bring the same things that we hated back there. But we'll make it better here. So you will see Ellensburg, Yakima. You'll see Benton County and Franklin County. You'll see Spokane. You'll see the influx of people. It'll be like a scene out of Escape from New York. They will be fleeing over the Cascades like the lemmings following the Pied Piper. And And they will settle here. And then your way of life as you know it will fundamentally change because they couldn't keep it together there. And they drove everybody out because they deposed the mayor and defunded an already thin police department. And we'll pay the price. And just to uh, give a shout out to our good friends in Oregon, the same goes for Portland, my friends. Yeah, um, and so it's a little different there. But I've, you know, my family, we've we've got we we like to travel all over the Northwest, and same thing. You know, their their police chief, who wasn't even on the job for a year, uh, resigned today, and Portland has its own issues of of not enforcing the laws and you know it's a real shame because portland too has some really cool places especially for families and we've been to a bunch of them same thing if portland does away with their police force or defunds just to appease a minority of people who are calling for the defunding of police i'm not going to portland either you guys can just you know deal with it yourself and i'm not spending my tourism dollars there back with more after this now back to the bottom line on news radio 610 k-o-n-a presented by summit funding in kennewick and prosser it's your voice your show call the legendscasino.com hotline 509-547-1610 bottom line news radio 610 k1a 547-1610 is the number if you'd like to get involved and if you're thinking about making a change in your insurance whether it's auto homeowners life 
farm, small business, contact Jason Hogue with American Family Insurance today. Visit his website, jasonhogue.com, and find out why he is the only American Star Certified American Family Insurance agent in the Tri-Cities. Adult and teen safe driver programs, not to mention American Family Insurance stepped up during the COVID-19 pandemic, gave their customers $50 off per car they had insured, and are doing 10% off premiums for the rest of the year beginning July 1st. That's what American Family Insurance can do for you. Visit jasonhogue.com today to find out more. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Adam. What's up, Adam? Hey, I was just wondering, um, on the defunding police, it's, like I say, it's not here in Washington. It's all over the United States what they're doing. And you know who you can thank for that? Well, I can that? think of a couple people. Who but... do you think? That officer from Minnesota, if he wouldn't have done that, we would have been all right. But that officer started everything. That's why everyone is, has enough is enough. Well, there's... You know, seeing a guy get murdered on national TV... Seeing that officer with his knee on there, I don't know if you think that's cool or not, but, hey, the minority's got to stand up and, and protest. It's going to go on this weekend. It's going to go on. It's still going on 14, 14 days already. Now, Adam, before... Yes, I, I, I believe in protest, but I don't believe in the violence either. That's sure. wrong. I, I, so, I hear you. Now, Adam, but here's the thing. Everyone was horrified by that, those yeah. images. Everyone was. Everyone, well, everyone... 99% of the country was was says that was horrible and that person those officers should be held accountable where right. things started to split off was when you started to have violent protests over it right that's what i mean i say we have, you know I, i'm against the, the violent protest yes i am totally against that there's the, and regular protest that's fine but also you got to look at it enough is enough how long has been how long has been going now, yeah, for a long time. Adam, thank you very much. We got another call we got to get to. Appreciate the call. 5471610 and you're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Uh yeah, this is Carlos Morgan. Carlos, what's up? Uh well, first of all, you know, I don't agree with defunding the police department. I think they're getting slapped in the in the face on this. Uh it's terrible for them. I think for the most part they they do a really good job. Um could you imagine if businesses, companies, why not had one person that was did something bad for that company and the whole company had to change or be dissolved, I mean, it'd be terrible for this country. Well, unfortunately, or whatever it is. yeah, appreciate the call, Carlos. Unfortunately, we do see that. We do see instances where one bad apple does spoil things for an entire con- uh, company or an entire department or things like that. I'm not saying it's not justified, but it is happening all over. Uh, we Squeeze one more call in before the break. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Bobby from Richland. Hi, Bobby. Go ahead. I am grandma. I am grandma. This area needs to be opened up again. Anyone with any sense or patriotic duty to this area knows that we've got people out of work who have started businesses, who want to go back to work. If you're afraid of grandma catching this, have grandma stay home, wear a mask around grandma. But this is absolutely ridiculous what we've done to the economy of this state. It's horrible. It really is. Appreciate the call. We're up against the commercial break. There you go, Rob. Grandma says it's okay to open things up. Works for me. (laughs) Me too. 
We're going to take a timeout, uh, come back with more of the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Thank you.